All right, welcome to our Let's Talk Dallas County program presented by Perry Fairway. Always fresh, always affordable. I'm Logan Mance, joined by the city administrator for Perry, Sven Peterson. Thanks, Sven, for taking the time. I appreciate it. It's great to be here as always. And the Perry City Council meeting happened on the 6th on Monday, and you had a public hearing on the bike cell on when that date will be. Could you give us some information on the bike sale, what people should know about it? You bet. So this is famous Perry bike sale that we do uh, every couple of years, or as last night we discussed, whenever the bike shed is full. Um, So it's typically about every other year that we do this, but um, there's some, you know, excess city stuff that we'll be selling a variety of different, you know, it could be a desk or something like that. But then also we have some unclaimed property, most of which are the bicycles in the bicycle shed. So um, there is a list of everything published in the newspaper so people can look through that. Everybody has, if you find something on that list that is your property, you have until June 9th to go to the police department with identification, a statement of where it was lost, and then some sort of proof, maybe a serial number, something like that, proving that that item is yours. So everybody has uh, until June 9th, like I said, to claim their property officially. uh, And then after that, we will be able to sell that property at a sale. Looking like tentatively about June 10th, we'll have that sale. Um, unless we reschedule that to another day. So um, always a popular uh, event, um, a great opportunity to go and get some pretty pretty decent bicycles for an affordable price. Where do all the funds go from this bike sale? Just back into our general fund. And the Frog Creek Restoration Project, is this something that the city is also looking at uh, cleaning up? Could you talk more about that and what the city decided to do with the bids? You bet. So like you mentioned, the Frog Creek Restoration Project had two bids. Uh, Both of them came in above the engineer's estimate. Um, Just you know, probably overall, a, you know, a difficult time of bid. Um, it seems like things start bidding earlier and earlier. So we probably had a few contractors that had a little bit more full of a schedule than we would uh, have expected at this time of the year. So um, we'll be going back, looking at that project, understanding what may have caused those bids otherwise to be a little bit higher. I think there were a couple of aspects of that project that maybe we can look at. So we'll be looking at that. We had planned on bidding the Iowa Street Wetland Project uh, coming up here this month as well, probably at the second meeting. But given the way those bids came in and then some design and comments that came back from the state, we're probably going to just hold both of those off and bid them both uh, late this summer or early fall. So, um, you know, hopefully that helps the bidding climate, whether it's somebody that's looking to fill in some time at the end of the year this year or start bright and early next spring. And I made the comment at our last city council meeting that uh, it's crazy to already be talking about spring of 2024 construction. So it's always thinking way ahead with uh, all of our projects here with the city. So, but like I said, two great projects, really excited to see those uh, get bid out and accepted and started. I think it's just going to really be a couple of really wonderful projects for the community. 
Is there any urgency with these projects? I know you moved them uh, back, so yeah. There's a you know we have a few years to use the funds, but overall, you know the state is very understanding of the bid climate right now and how things are coming in. So, uh, you know, overall we're working with them and they're working with us on those projects. Uh, very excited to be able to work with not only those state revolving loan funds that are coming back to us in those water quality grants but also the Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship with the $250,000 that they have in the uh, wetland project and then the funds that they've invested in other areas of the community. So very grateful uh, to both of those funding sources for what they're doing for us. For our listeners that are new to the community, what is the Frog Restoration Project? Yep, so the Frog Creek Restoration Project is... Uh, basically just cleaning up Frog Creek from there behind Orschlands uh, all the way up through Patti Park. So removing some of that overgrowth, uh, kind of shaving the banks back a little bit. It'll help with flow. It'll help with water quality uh, and really kind of, you know, open that creek back up to users so that we can more easily access that creek and play in it like so many of us have memories of doing. Again, you're listening to our Let's Talk Downs County program, and we're talking with City Administrator for Perry, Savannah Peterson, and there'll be a time for people to maybe, people and residents of Perry to maybe get rid of their yard waste. There's a couple of things that we do for yard waste. One is curbside pickup. So every year we set the schedule and uh, regulations for yard waste pickup. Uh, basically the same as every other year. Uh, we're going to start that. Uh, with the first Wednesday pickup in April, uh, going through December, it uh, goes back and forth, uh, north and south of Willis, every other week. Um, and really just want to make sure that people know that there will be a schedule of every single week, because uh, there's some uh, skips and uh, jumps with holidays through there. So that schedule will come in your water bill with the City of Perry newsletter. So be sure to keep an eye out for that. Stick it on your fridge and just always keep that around. You can also find that yard waste schedule on the City of Perry's website at perryia.org. So that's the curbside pickup service we offer for our residents. Again, a couple things we ask with that is, you know, if it's going to rain, try and keep your bags inside and then put them out that Wednesday morning. A lot of times we see some bags sitting out for a week or two at a time. They get rained on. Those bags are designed to decompose, and they do so pretty quickly. Uh, so sometimes those bags can rip out when our folks are going through and picking those up. So just kind of causes a mess and some issues. So try and keep those bags dry. Uh, we ask that if you have loose things, that they are bundled no longer than four feet in length and no more than 40 pounds. Um, so those are some of the things with that. An alternative to that is anytime you can take uh, anything you know, yard waste related out to the uh, garbage and recycle center out on Ivy Place next to the wastewater treatment plant. Um, and there are different drop zones out there. Um, so want to make sure people know about that. You can go there. It's free. You can drop, uh, you know, like leaves and grass, yard waste, branches, and then logs uh, all in different piles so we can separate that out. You can also drop off any appliances that you might have uh, for free out there. If you need that picked up at your house, there is a fee for that. 
couple of things that we ask of our residents. Um, the tire drop-off is not free game. Uh, that does cost us to get those tires picked up. So there is a fee for the tires. Then there's also our spare dumpsters, our rental dumpsters, or just stock of commercial dumpsters. Those are also not free game to dump garbage in. So we're having some issues with that. Luckily, we do have cameras out there, so we can follow up with anybody that maybe does not follow those rules. This is something that we had in the past and are trying to kind of redesign it and bring it back for our residents just for ease of use. Honestly, it helps us out with not uh, having quite as much to pick up out there on the routes on Wednesdays. So kind of help us self-police it if you're out there and see somebody throwing something that they shouldn't be. Just mention it to them that this is something that is only successful if everybody follows the rules. That was a Let's Talk Dallas County program presented by Perry Fairway. Always fresh, always affordable. If you missed any part of our conversation, visit our website at raccoonvalleyradio.com. We'll return with more programming after a short commercial break.